Hello, Danielle. Casey Rose Wilson, you are back. You are back part-time. You're back to the beginning of the podcast. I am back and I'm full-time in two weeks. We've missed you greatly. And, and but we know we wanted you to have that, that time with Frankie, little baby Frankie. But more importantly, we're back from Miami. We're back from Miami. And that's right. That's what we need to talk about. And, you know, we had a wild little trip, Danielle. It was a party. We went down for the Miami Beach Pride Fest, but we partied our little hearties off. We sure did. And it was supposed to be two nights. And then I did like a, I think kind of a crucial thing you don't do on a girl's trip with Matt, which is I basically, as everyone's flying there, announced I'm going to be flying home a night early. Which kind of takes the wind out of the sails sometimes. And I'm so sorry. I had just, I took my dad on a special dad-daughter trip to New York for two nights, which was like the greatest thing I've ever done. And, you know, I have a newborn. You know, when you start to get that like homesick feeling, I was just like, I don't think I can justify to myself. And you know, I can justify. You really can. I can. Two more nights away from Frankie. So... I did one night and a full day at the beach, but I think I packed it in. And I will say that first night was such a wild, big, crazy night with some pain included. <laughs> there was some. That's right. Danielle found fell down a long flight of stairs in front of everyone, everyone at, at the... Twist Nightclub. No, look, it wasn't my best moment. I tried to save no. myself and grab onto others. Were you wearing undies? I couldn't quite tell what was. I this was the rub that you weren't wearing undies. Was that the rub? No, I was wearing like ten. 10, 10 pounds of underwear because I had a heavier flow that night. Ew, uh, Danielle. Uh, so- ew. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to be all Leah on everybody who's really getting her period all over the ultimate girls trip right now. You know, I'll talk about anything. <laughs> that was- stuff, I'm just, it's where I have to like, I have to draw the line. I know you draw the line, but I literally had on like a spank and a full a full coverage because it was like too much for me. You know, Jessica St. Clair and I were behind you when you took a tumble and security rushed over pretty quick. They did. They showed, they showed a light in my face. Like I've only one other time had a light by a, a, a security officer shown in my face like that. And it was when I was having sex under a bridge on the Jersey what? Shore one evening. <laughs> God, Danielle, that is, that's a nightmare. That, it was a nightmare. To get caught having sex in New Jersey by a police officer in public is the worst of worst. I'm so sorry that happened to you, Danielle. But this wasn't great because I saw him basically come down to your face on hands and knees and like point it in your eyeballs. And I was scared because I was behind you and it was like such a slow way you went down. It was like at every turn, I thought you weren't going to, but then you did. I kept trying to rescue myself. You know what I mean? I thought like with every stair I started to tumble down, I was like, oh, this one is where I'm going to gain my balance. This is where I'm going to be okay. What's so hilarious. I mean, this was one of the funniest things that has ever happened. Before we knew if you were fully okay, Jessica St. Clair (laughs) turns to me because the club is full of, let's just be honest, younger People. Younger. Yeah. Gorgeous gay men and women. To the point where the outfit that I was wearing, and I thought I looked cute. I was in like a short dress. I wasn't trying to look, you know, but I did have this feel as though I was, like when I was walking through, I felt like people were looking at us like we were there to audit the place. You know, I was like, okay, this structure sound, get behind the bar. I I felt like Lisa Vanderpump at Sir. Yeah, I did feel elder as I walked through the place. Yeah, so then when you fell, and I hate to say it again, (laughs) we were pretty sure you were okay, but we were a few steps up. You didn't check. No, we did, didn't check. Jessica St. Clair just goes, woof, 80 for Brady over here. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole weekend we kept saying we're 80 for Brady. We did feel like that. That was a tougher thing. And then, so, and then I did have, bru- I had bruising the next day, but I didn't feel sure. any pain the night, night, night of. Now, that night, Danielle, I heard that you didn't have an amazing dinner the second night. Now, I was in charge of second night dinner plans. Again, it's tough because I was in the friendly skies passed out on Xanax when that happened. I had actually picked a second night dinner plan and you said no. You said no to this dinner plan. You said no, that this was not acceptable. I I know. And I'm so sorry, Danielle. But then please recall, I did say, actually, your place might look a little better. And I said, but I've already canceled it. (laughs) I know, because I think I came down so strong. You didn't have a choice. You came down very strong and said, no, thank you. You picked an amazing place the first night. That was incredible. I did. Okay, wait. June did one of the funniest things I have ever seen at the first dinner, ever, in my life. Okay, so the music was, to say it was loud, and this isn't even 80 for Brady. Like, I think the youngins would be like... It's supposed to be a club. It was a club. You know, we're having sushi and it's, it's, it's beyond loud. Okay. 
And June took her chopsticks and started to pretend like Kate Blanchett and Tar <laughs> to be conducting an orchestra. And like one hand was like, bring it out, bring it out. And then this, I was dead. I was really, that really made me ha. So now, Danielle, I make a reservation at Scarpetti. I think a Miami establishment. Yeah, it's in the Fountain Blue Hotel, which has been, you know, the Rat Pack. I guess there are some older references. (laughs) Look, but this is where we are 80 for Brady, and so this is where we belong. Well, my friend Sam Stone had said, I can get you guys a really nice table at Soho House Miami at Sony's. And I was like, no, I've got something. She was like, oh, You're like, okay. I, I got, I'll one, I'll give you one better. So you were, put us at Scarpetti's. Now <laughs> you take off into the friendly yeah. skies that evening. Don't stay for dinner. We all get there and they refused to sit us in the dining room. They just said simply, we were like, can't we go in there? Like, we're the people. And they said, no, no, you can't. We were like, okay. So they sit us at a bar table, a bar table. A high top? No, not exactly a high top, more of a lower top, and the chairs didn't have backs. Okay, now that- that's unacceptable. Okay, talk about eating for Brady. I won't, and I can't, and I shan't, and I and I refuse. And we were not happy at our table. So, of course, you know, with this group of Capricorns and just bossies, bossy babes, like June was like, no, thank you. I have seen June close curtains, turn on standing lamps, find dimmers that the chef <laughs> never even knew existed at a restaurant. June fashioned us a table out of like thin air, full cloth, like like just like not those weren't all tables when we started, and, and they, they, <laughs> they were chairs. They were God did not intend them as chairs. We got ourselves comfortable in a restaurant that did not want us. Well, and I saw a photo of you guys gather, you know, around the yeah. table, like when everyone leans in, but no one was leaning in because you were in. Because it was the smallest. I was horrified. And it didn't have any of the food on it yet. And yet it was full. You know what I mean? It was Well, they said to us, your plates will not be able to fit on this table. And we said, we'll have to manage. And so <laughs> that was so tough. Sorry. So we tried yeah. to also like take over another table at the side. is almost like a serving place, a sort of like landing zone for our food. Now, as we went on in the evening, we come to find out that this is the last night of Scarpetti's on this planet. This is just the ending of Scarpetti's. We are there. This This night? This night, Keith, Saturday evening. It was easy to get a reservation. This was. So, like, anytime you ordered something, they were like, that's not in the cupboard. Like, the cupboards are bare. Like, they only... Oh, my God, (laughs) Like, at one point, point, Matt asked for just some vegetables and, like, just a plate of spinach aside, if you will. And they were like, we simply don't have... Like, they don't have... The basics. They they just, they just don't, don't have. Ha- they'd give it if they had and it. And then mid dinner, they literally started to pack up the restaurant. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> Danielle, no. I'm so sorry, Danielle, because I kept saying to everyone, "Did you love it?" And then you and Justin. It was wrote just back. that they were pa- the entire bar. Like everything must go. It was just packing. I did think. God, I got a res pretty quick. Eight thirty on a Saturday for seven people. Now, of course, I also got a reservation on JetBlue Mint. <laughs> Danielle, I'm so sorry. Did you have fun? I will say we had the best time and the food was delicious. Like we really enjoyed ourselves. You couldn't order any, you couldn't change anything. You know, like there was no changes to be had. They only had simply what they had. That's right. It's like when you're whipping up just with your stray ingredients. Now I did hear, and I won't name this friend by name, Uh but I did unfortunately hear that a pair of underwear was like the... What's that thing called? The traveling sisterhood pants. Of the sisterhood traveling. of the traveling undies. That one gal friend was wearing a pair of undies, yeah. a thong, throughout a very long night that included Pride, that included Twist Nightclub, that included a night yes. of dancing. Worn into the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, it was a long night in that lone, in that lone thong. In those undie ruse. And that when you guys were at Scarpetti, it was revealed that another gal had found those undies balled up on the floor and was wearing them. Well, she thought that they were hers and clean. And the revelation came out, no, no, no. That had not been the case. (laughs) That was a tougher call. Danielle, no. I mean, you know, my hygiene isn't always up to snuff. But look, look, we're in Miami. We just have to go with what where we are. It's tougher. tougher. Oh, so much went on. You know, we, we got to get to the show. But can I just say one thing about Vanderpump before I go, Danielle? You please do. Okay, so I got all caught up last night because don't worry, we will be ready to rock and roll. And by the time this 
ding dong dang reunion comes out. I want to address everyone here. People have come at me in my DMs and been like, you're too hard on Katie and you're a misogynist if you don't like Katie. Like, I too have gotten that. Someone said, someone said to me that I sound like a um, part of, what did they say? <laughs> sound like, I, they were like, you sound like a baby boomer. And I was like, you're talking to a person that who reads a lot of World War II things. That's not a, that's not an insult. <laughs> I was like, thank that's you. That's a I compliment take that for on. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you love that actually. As Matt McConkey said though, I think if you're, if you like Katie, to me, you're a misogynist. Wow. So think about that. That's just wow, flipping wow, the tables wow. on you. Think wow, about wow. that. She's a monster. To show up at Sheena's wedding and make fun of it, she's the most negative energy. And I know you're all like, but, 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 but Schwartz made out with Raquel. No, even Schwartz by the end was like, you're toxic. Enough is enough. And I, that's what I've been waiting for Schwartz to say for eight years. And it's tough for him to kind of see it when he's done wrong. Yeah. Well, he's the toxic person as well in a completely different way. He's a man child and I have no respect for him. To see them continue to cut into Christina and her, these two ghouls, just ghouls, ghouls, ghouls. And even Christina was like kind of sweet and like feeling for, it was like, oh, I like Sheena's. And then Katie was like, no, join me in hell. <laughs> and to see the gentleman child that she brings. Satchel? Wasn't who I was expecting. When she was like, I'll show him and bring my lover. I'll show him and bring my piece of ass. I went ice. I, I've never in my life, Danielle. Satchel. I just keep saying it. His name is Satchel. <laughs> Satchel's of gold. Satchel's, Satchel's of, of gold. gold. Satchel's not of gold is what I will say about Satchel. He's a child. He's a child. Yeah. I guess we can use anyone to make anyone jealous. And that's what I'm learning. <laughs> it do he doesn't need to be anything. Toxic, toxic, toxic energy. So I think if you like Katie, you're, and I'm going to, and I know this is going to sound personal, Danielle, but you're, you're vibrating on a level with her darkness or something happening. And I've been there with people, you know, mm -hmm. I think there's a toxicity to her and I've really turned on Lala too. We don't need a Ted talk from you every time you see anyone. Oh, She's like, let me tell you what's wrong with your life. I want to be like, sweetie, your life is in utter shambles. Yeah. Well, you can't stand on your high horse. Your horse is also passed like Lisa Vander, one of Lisa Vanderhome's pumps. Horses passed in this episode too, and that was tough. R.I.P. <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys get to it. Thanks for letting me pop in. I will be back full stop in two weeks with a big surprise, and I just want to say that oh, big old surprise. But should we introduce our guest before you go and you and you send him off? Yeah, you send yourself off. I can't wait. Now, Casey, we have a person coming on who is a fan fave. Beloved. A case fave, a Casey fave. A Casey fave. You brought him to us and he's become a beloved part of our podcast and he's yeah. so good. And I will plug this later, but um, on I Love That For You, the show is mm. binged the fuck out of it and it is the best show and he's so good on it. This is a gentleman who, when I first met him, I never met my own personal anger and rage rivaled, but also he... And I'm going to toot my own horn here. I feel I'm fun and he, so is he. And then over the years, I've seen us both and I'm giving us both a shout out, kind of <laughs> simmer down a bit, you know, and just kind of take it easy a little bit and become more, as they would say, right-sized. And he's the greatest guy in the world and a housewives lover. And my dear friend, Paul James is here to co-host, Danielle. It's so nice to see you all. Um, uh, you know, Casey, the first time I came on, you said that to me about, <laughs> you were like, person who has more, as much as rage as I do. And I really thought about <laughs> I'm it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it again. You know, it's just so stands out. <laughs> it was like a therapeutic moment mm -hmm. where I was like, oh, that's true. I do have a lot of rage and I've been working on it ever since. But you don't. That's the thing is that when we met, we were both out of control. Remember, Paul? <laughs> Absolutely. Ab okay. Absolutely. I just want to make sure we're on the page that I'm not speaking out of turn. But Absolutely. He seems very right. evenly right. killed to me since I've known him. Well, it wasn't like you. I was blowing up on other people. Paul and I would just be like sitting in cars and like bitching about people. <laughs> and like he'd be like hitting the steering wheel about like, this day! you know, and we were just like more having our laughs. Unfortunately, I then would take it. You'd take it you know, to the street. <laughs> That's right. And Paul never did that. So. It was a pressure cooker situation that I will treasure for the rest of my life. That that's something. Yeah, you know that crazy pressure cooker, Danielle, you're in at theater yeah. camp. Oh, well, yes. if, if anybody knows theater camp pressure, I know theater camp pressure. There's no pressure like it. You know, and I know lots going on in the world, but no. 
this can ride this the anger the angst the horniness it all the in- horniness just the pressure of the horniness alone is what we were banging on steering wheels yeah, over I mean I, I think I lost my virginity that summer I mean I did I lost my virginity that summer a little little I, I know don't but think but I also I remember I had to do like work study so when the, the one time we could party I had to like set up lights but I had hurt my thumbs so I had like these thumb splints and I was like trying to like I was in the ladders trying to you know hang lights for theater wait you lost your virginity working with thumb splints <laughs> sometimes you just can't you can't hold down the magic when it comes out like it, you know what I mean you can't <laughs> that's right that's right. Meanwhile, at my theater camp, I was open for business and no one was knocking. I was open for biz. <laughs> you were ready. I mean, I will say at that dang camp, I had sex with two people in 24 hours. Yeah. What? Easily. And you know, Paul, that was just like, and one of the guys, our friend had been like, had just had sex with him, a dear friend. And I was like, are you okay with this? She was like, oh, please. She was like, by all means, it's just not going to be good. Like, just know that. And I was like, no problem. Like, just no problem. Went in and then I was like, okay, you were absolutely right. Guys, I needed to go to your theater camp because my theater camp was no one wanted me. Maybe it was me. Maybe the problem was coming from inside the house. I don't know. Well, I've never been to a theater camp with that many straight men. Oh, yeah. It just doesn't normally like happen. Now there were all, all there was fluidity as well. That was a weird. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, it was so fun. So I love you, Paul James. I love you, Casey Wilson. Thank you for being here. I'm going to turn it over to you guys, and I will be back full time in two weeks. But until then, enjoy Legends, Danielle Schneider and Paul James. Bye. Thank you so much for uh, for having me again. I love coming back on the show. You are beloved. You are a fan fave. And you're so good on I Love That For You. I love that show so much. If you guys haven't watched it, are you really our audience? Yeah, I'm just like, like, I'm just like the, the audience for our show also will love I Love That For You. It is so funny. Paul is one of the stars along with uh, Molly Shannon, Vanessa Bayer. Matt Rogers. uh, Matt Rogers. I mean, it's like all of the guests on our show. Yeah, it's great. You guys got to watch it. It's so funny. So many funny reveals. I don't even want to give them away, but one of the reveals was so hilarious and so shocking that I still think about it and laugh when I'm like going to sleep at night and I won't say it, but like it involves Molly Shannon and it is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I got, I remember being like, ooh, can I post this on Instagram? They're like, you cannot post anything of this on Instagram. I was like, oh, all right, cool, 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 cool. And then I also just want to see what happens between you and Vanessa's character. Paul, we haven't seen you in a while. How are you and how are you with the housewives? Like, that's my real question. Where are you? How are you? Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm crap. But the, the, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> my really, you know, I feel like the housewives, I feel like they're a little sick. You know, really? I feel What's like it's on? gotten a little dark on a lot of the, you know, Salt Lake City was a little dark. Potomac, for the first time to me, like left the camaraderie, the yeah. fun, and it got dark. Jersey is dark. Um, yeah. So I am, I mean, I'm still sort of enjoying it, but it's not, it's not hitting like it used to be. Well, it, do you think it is this? And I'm curious because... Sometimes it feels like, like, I don't, I didn't used to think Potomac was like this. Maybe it was, and I just enjoyed it. I don't know. It's hard for me to figure it out. I know we're not on Potomac right now, but like, we are seeing some of the Potomac ladies on Ultimate Girls Trip. So we can, we can speak to that. Like, And I did grow up in North, North Potomac, Maryland. That's you where did? I, that's, that's where I'm from. Yeah. So it's, from. it's hard because I love the camaraderie of these ladies. And I don't mind when they fight, but when it feels like they're out for each other, when there's like a plan, like, let's all yes. get this girl. Let's all get this girl off the sh- that, That's yeah. what it feels like. It feels like because maybe it was like the Candy Phaedra thing where people saw that that you can get another woman fired from the show, you know? Yeah, 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 it yeah, just, yeah. The thing about Potomac that was always great is that it always felt like a sisterhood. Yeah. And, you know, we're seeing it on Girls Trip. Like, Giselle and Candace, they just won't ever... That feels like an insurmountable problem, the two of them, you know? Well, here's my issue. I'm souring on Giselle. And that has been tough for me because, and I love Candace. And I know that people are like, what? Because Candace is kind of more openly like 
mean in the sense that her digs, her cuts are right. cut to the quick. Like I, if if Candace like sized me up, I would run for cover. Right, she right. would yes. cut yeah. me down to size. She's so brilliant and funny, but like I don't want to be on the receiving end of that. But I just don't like. I do think that Giselle is always pointing the finger and never at herself. Like, she's never under the gun. And this whole thing on the Ultimate Girls Trip about, like, who's got my tequila feels like... It's, it, it, it feels like a. that's not what we want to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Giselle's always trying to produce. It does feel like she's always sort of, you know, looking... Instead of being in the fray, she's, like, yeah. looking ab- above it. I, I still think she's good TV. I think yeah. Candace had a, for all, you know, with what happened with Chris and her, I think Candace actually had a good season. Yeah. I think she sort of softened some of her edges, is really fun in the Portia vein, which is funny that her and Portia do not get along. I know, but, I want that. I feel like they could be a superpower if they would get along. But they couldn't, but they couldn't. You know, if I met someone who was who was like me, I would hate them, you know? Yes. So, but I just feel like if they could just see the power that they that I know. each other holds and and team up and be superpowers, they would be unstoppable because they are so funny, so smart, so gorgeous. Like I want this super team, and it just—I know—we often hate in others what we see in ourselves. Right? And I am a pure. I have done that myself. It's just. They're such a power duo. You know who I hate on Ultimate Girls Trip? Which one? Who? I hate Leah. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Okay. I cannot with her on Ultimate Girls Trip. It's tough for her, right? She doesn't have any allies. No. She doesn't have anyone that she came there. You know, even though some of the allies don't like each other. Yeah. She's alone. She's sober. She's got her period. That's she's got her period. She doesn't want to be there, right? Yeah. Like she's dealing with a lot of factors. I think she's flailing a little bit. I kind of, I, I kind of like the Candace Leah friendship. I like that she's not just on her her island because it's really the two of them against everyone. Yes. Kind of. It is. I think Leah. The thing about Leah is, I, I like what's ha- I like watching her and whatever's happening to her way more than I am enjoying Heather and Whitney. You know, <gasps> Heather and Whitney are unwatchable right now. We, we've had too much. We've, it, we didn't get a break from them because no. the, the, the 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 season rolled into you know Salt Lake rolled into this, and it's like en- enough. Like enough of it. it it's an, it's not that interesting, and now it's ruining a girls' trip. And yes. the only thing that's coming out of that is I'm actually on Whitney's... Whitney makes it so hard to root for her. But I I am on her side because I do see what she's talking about. Like, Heather is what she says she is. Yeah, we are Heather's Heather lies. Like, she she doesn't remember anything. She conveniently doesn't remember anything. And her whole pick-me energy, the popular thing, like... It's it's, so unwatchable. What what we found sort of nice about it on Salt Lake is turning me on her on Ultimate Girls Trip and I don't want a yes. fan on the show. You know what I mean? No, and she's no like too much of a fan of the show. Too much. And I, that would be like watching again myself on the show. I don't I don't need me on that show. I would be such a I would fan fangirl and she's too much of a fangirl. She she reveres people too much. Like so she can't get in reveres it. Reveres them for no reason. So it's like I mean, she's got daughters at a certain level of of your life. You've got to let the popular stuff go. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm actually enjoying this girl's trip, though. Me too. That's the weird thing. I'm enjoying it more than Jersey. Yes. We keep saying we don't like these people, but I'm really, I'm finding it easy breezy. (laughs) I'm really enjoying it. It's because Candace Portia is like, Portia's a star. She's a star. So happy to have her back on my screens. I have to say that. You know, I'm really upset that she took herself away from us just when she got, like, the shadiest, you know? Just when she made, like, a real shady dirt move. Portia's got the worst-tasted men, right? She does. She does. Mary, Portia's in these trolls. Like, it's... I don't understand what is... There was the hot dog king. There was the hot dog dog king. king, You know... There's this old old man who she stole from the dude, you know. <laughs> I don't. Not great. And Cordell, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Cordell is not great either. I, I just, I, how can someone so amazing not realize how amazing she is and fall for all this? It's tough you know. to watch. It's tough, but Giselle has terrible taste in men too. Like I don't, you know. But again, uh, Candace, I think is you no. Know, Chris is who he is. Like I, I, I like Chris. And, and being from Maryland, I feel like I know Chris. I feel like do. I grew up with Chris. Okay. You know, I understand Chris. Giselle, who I like, did Chris dirty. dirty. I do not blame Candace one bit. 
the thing is, on Housewives, you can't be so intrans- intransigent that you do not forgive some. Like you can't yeah. be that person. It doesn't. It doesn't work. No, you have to. You have to roll with it because there are. You got to roll with it. <laughs> there's snipers everywhere. You got to. Right. Right. You and, and and it's. I get it. I feel for them because what Giselle did was dirty, but also. You got to move forward. You just move, move on. Like, like Giselle was really trying at the beginning to be, yeah. you know, I think this is the interesting thing here too, is like, wasn't this film before Salt Lake and Potomac's reunions? I believe so, right? I can't remember. You know, it's hard for me. I, w- I try to get the timelines as as well as right. I can. But I, I think this was before Salt Lake's reunion, but after Potomac's reunion is oh, my interesting. Fe- okay. But I don't know for sure. I, you know, I'm sure a listener will tell me how wrong I am. They usually tell me, do your research. And it's like, I am trying. <laughs> that's, that's not what this is about. That's not what this podcast is about. I always say, like, I don't do the research, everybody. I have never said that I'm giving you truth. I am giving you well research. I am watching shows and commenting. That is as right, far as right. I can go. <laughs> that's all you can give right now. You know, that's all the contract. I have, guys. And I love these women. Of course I do. But like... I can't get so deep into it. I have I have a job <laughs> besides this, yeah. and I have a child. I will say though, what I, I you know who I'm really enjoying who? also is Alexia and Marisol. Yes, yes. That, I love them. And it's funny because at the end of Miami, she was like my enemy number one. Me too. You know, Me too. she has that same thing that Teresa has. Can't admit that they're wrong ever. You know, but it's really. Alexia's reactions to the other women when she's listening and she's like, oh yeah, that's right, you're a hoe. That's right, yeah. mm-hmm. yep, you're a hoe. <laughs> like, she's just like, it's so fucking funny. I think it's kind of messed up how her and Marisol have to have to share a room. Like, you know, is, yeah. is that what's happening? Are they sharing yeah, a bed? That's not, I, I think so. <laughs> Do they not have enough? <laughs> is there nice. not a villa in Thailand that has a bedroom? It doesn't seem there is. And then is also Pepsi sleeping there. So maybe Pepsi needs a room. I don't know. Pepsi needs a spinoff show. Pepsi. Poor Pepsi is underwater. <laughs> Pepsi is Pepsi underwater. Has, <laughs> has never met women like this. He's never. <laughs> in his life. They have brought him to tears in four days. Like four <laughs> days they brought him to his knees. But he, and he's like crying. He's crying on the ground in a yes. corner. It's not like he's crying for the camera. No. He's legitimately affected by the arguments of these women. They have brought this man to his knees. It is... He is poor Pepsi. Like I, Pepsi. I, I need to. We. I hope Pepsi's got all the people, like the therapist he needs after this, because this is too much for him. I loved when he when they went in the the pools with their mics, and Pepsi just like takes off his shirt for some reason. Yes, to, I like, don't. I don't know. Like, well, Pepsi, I don't think that was necessary, <laughs> but okay, buddy. You know. <laughs> okay, and then my my favorite part was the fortune teller, the fortune teller thing. Yes. When they were like telling everyone and they go, Portia is going to have a problem with a lesbian. That was why I was like, wait. And Portia's like, okay. <laughs> like, oh, I'm hearing. She tried to be open to it. She was like, okay, I'm hearing this. I'm like, here, okay. There, he went to someone and like, okay, you have a child, right? That's yeah. the fortune, right? You, you, you give good, so you get back good. And Portia, you're going to have a problem with a lesbian. It was just a wild turn of like, what? I, we were all like, okay, we're, we're just sure. open to what what this fortune teller has to say. Sure, whatever you have to say. I just, Portia just seemed like, okay, I'm hearing this. I don't understand why I would have a problem with any lesbian, but sure, okay. Like everyone tried to be really open to, and then Pepsi said it just like easy breezy. It was just like, okay. Hey, Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. I would watch that. I would see Pepsi Fortune Teller. I would watch that yeah, show that's for a, a few spin-off. episodes. I mean, I just, I, I'm i now like all in on Pepsi and concerned about him. I mean, look, this Ultimate Girls Trip, I, I know we have another Ultimate Girls Trip coming, the one where Carolyn Manzo gets like totally attacked by Brandy Glanville, which I is know, upsetting. I don't, know, but I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, but obviously we're going to be watching every frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so this feels like almost just like a... I'm on vacation with these ladies. Yeah. Some of them I'm having a good time with. Some of them I'm not, but I'm still here. Like, I watch it the minute it drops. The minute it drops. The minute it drops. And I I, I find it really interesting how the, the meta of it, you know, how they're talking sort of about the housewives experience. And it's, a, it's an interesting thing, too. I feel like there's something going on where they're, where Whitney and, and Heather, we're at the stage of housewives where now they're fighting about 
what's on the show? Same thing with Candace and Giselle. Like, if you were a mm-hmm. friend, you would have told me this off the show. It's like, well, that's not the assignment. Yeah. And I and I do get that. I want you to be friends. I want friendship and sisterhood, but I don't want it so much that it's like Robin and Giselle where we're talking about stuff off camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I was watching Vanderpump and I'm like, Katie, why didn't you wait four months to divorce Tom Schwartz when it's on camera? Why is it happening off camera? Thank like you. You, ha- you know, <laughs> this is your job. That that whole fighting thing of like, if you were my friend, you would have done it to my, you, would, you wouldn't have done it off camera. Or Whitney saying that Heather is doing it for the cameras. Like that's an interesting sort of mm-hmm. fight that you can't necessarily have on the Housewives franchise yeah. that we can talk about on Girls Trip. Yes, of and I, course. it's true, you know? And I, I do like the meta of it, but I think you're right, Paul. You're really getting on it. It's like, this is your job. Your job is to live on camera. So live. your job is to live on camera. That is Absolutely. exactly the description of your job. So you need to be living on camera. And if you're not living on camera, if you're not fighting on camera, if you're not exposing yourself on camera, then what are, what are we doing? And again, there are... Walls, I guess that we not to keep. Like, what do you owe the audience? But if your job is everything, to live on camera, everything, yeah, every, exactly. everything. You owe us everything. And then, but then also, and I know I've talked this before. Like, for Robin to then sell it to Patreon, listen, that's where you upset everybody because then you're like, no, if you're going to sell your story, you're you're saying your story is private, but then you're going to sell it on Patreon. No, nope. this is unpopular. I'm a Robin fan. I love Robin. Always have, you know? But I, I think too. if she was demoted to a friend of, I don't think that would be the worst thing. It's also tough because Juan doesn't want to be, Juan doesn't want to be there. Yeah. So he, it's hard to show her life if she can't, you know? That mm, mm, that Robin stuff was... It's, it was tough. And again, it's tough to watch. And if you don't want to live on camera, I totally understand. Then you need to get off the show. Yeah, because the thing is, I don't want to waste my time watching a field day. You know what I mean? I don't want to spend... Nobody wanted to watch that field day. I don't want to spend the hours watching that and then miss the good stuff. Like, it's even... We're jumping around a little bit, but like on Vanderpump... It's okay, though. That's what this is. It's driven us to it. On Vanderpump, when we're having to watch a whole episode of like Raquel and and Tom Schwartz hooking up, it's like, we know that's not, we know that that's not what's happening. Like, I don't want to watch that. Let's move to Vanderpump because I feel like this is a great transition to Vanderpump, a natural transition. So where, speaking of Raquel and Sandoval and Scandoval and Schwartz, where are you mentally, physically, emotionally, (sighs) sexually, all of that? as far as Vanderpump goes? I don't watch Vanderpump regularly. So I did watch like about seven hours in the last three days <laughs> so to, sorry that I've done you know, to you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I did not enjoy any of the seven no. hours. No. I find it to, they are all awful, terrible people <laughs> who, <laughs> at, there's a level of desperation that makes me super uncomfortable. I think it's because we live in Los Angeles and we sort of duel we with this desperation it. ourselves. We live in it. I think maybe there's no kids. We're not, I mean, Shane has a kid. There's not kids to soften these edges. We don't get to see them be. I guess I'm not really surprised. I, I guess on one hand, I think that what Raquel did is she's doing the show. Yeah. Like, it feels like it's a bunch of people, zombies drooling around, feeling like I've got to fuck with you and I've got to, you know, stab you in the back for the show. Like, that's what the show is asking them to do. They're all bad friends to each other. They're all cheating on each other. Mm-hmm. Always like Dariana. Every time I've seen it, she seems like the normal person. But did she, did her and Tom, was he dating Kristen Dowdy? Yes, and then, you have that correct. So it's like, I mean, they're all... They've all just cheated on each other, right? That's what that's what's happening. At one point, James is like, you don't have to hook up in the friend group. And I'm like, yeah, that's obvious, but that's not what the show is. I guess that's the show the is show. hooking up. I find Ra- Raquel and James to be the two worst people on the show, to me, by far. And I don't like the Toms, but James's energy is, James has an energy. I don't, like, if I was working at a restaurant, with, I, I wouldn't want to be friends with James or Raquel. No, no, none of these people. You know, I didn't used to watch Vanderpump. And then we had a very smart, funny uh, writer-comedian, Cara Brown, come on and say to us, no, you're watching Vanderpump wrong. Oh. And I was like, come again? And she said to us, you're trying to relate to them. You're trying to find a way in. You're trying to see yourself. But that's not what it's for. You cannot find yourself in there. You cannot watch them and try to like them. You have to take yourself out of the formula 
and then watch it. And that changed the way I watched it. And then I find it thoroughly enjoyable. So so I'm just going to give you that note. If you want to, if you have the time in your day, which you don't, you're a very busy working actor. So I, but, but if you chose to go back to the text and read it a different way, it might help you find a way in. That to me was helpful. Again, you're right. You're not supposed to like them. And that's what's hard because we as human beings... You you can't like any of them. No, not a one. But we as human beings are trying to relate. Like we're trying to make sense of people and behavior constantly. And we're constantly readjusting our brain and saying, oh, this is why they did that to explain away bad behavior. Like as human beings, we want to think that people are good and nice and kind. And that's why we all often get into trouble. But if you turn that off... It helps you watch. It's basically turning <laughs> off your emotions and your heart to watch it. And that's hard to do as a human. Yeah, I, I guess I, I'm going to try to look at it with with this, that kind of eye. Yeah, it's not an easy, it's not an easy ask. It's hard too, because especially like every time you see Ariana in a scene, she's like, she's got the best reactions, first of all. You know, it cuts to her face. She's always yeah. like, mm-hmm. And... But she's sitting there being like, everyone else's life is a mess. And thank God mm-hmm. my life's okay. And I'm just trying to be the supportive friend. Meanwhile, like, her life's burning, but yeah. she doesn't know. And that's so depressing to know. me. But these, these two guys are idiots, right? Like the two oh, Toms. pure, pure. The fact that they're opening a restaurant without Lisa Vanderpump Field and, and putting their parents' like retirement funds into it is the most upsetting thing that ha- can happen. It's so upsetting. Also, I live right around the block. This is not, that's not the place you open up that place. That's not the mm-hmm. block that wants the celebrity uh, bar restaurant. Tom's, Tom Sandoval's a narcissist, right? Oh, pure, simple. Yes, yes, like, yes. Pure, yes, simple, yes. like king of the narcissist. Tom Schwartz is, he does this thing where he like pretends to be a puppy dog. Yeah. Right? But mm-hmm. as soon as he interacts with Katie, he turns very quickly to like mm-hmm. a Doberman. And yeah. really goes after. He's like a Doberman in puppy dog's clothing. <laughs> and it's, mm-hmm. I, I don't find his, his thing is not amusing. Like his whole shtick no. is very early 20s. Like like June was saying, like he needs someone to take care of him. Yes. I don't get the appeal. I, Lala, and Lala is like, her whole thing is she just talks like a frat guy. Yeah, she she acts tough, but she's not like it. She's putting on such a performance; it feels very performative. It does, and she and I'm sorry, she gets no sympathy for marrying that troll. You know oh, that, that 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 rapist troll. He was like, and and she's also so hypocritical about it too, where she's like coming for Raquel again. None of them are good, but none of them see that they're also not a good person. Here's my question too, and this is <laughs> this might paint my me in a negative light, but but. I feel like when Raquel came on the scene, didn't didn't Lala hadn't Lala and James already hooked up before Raquel? I believe so, and then they hooked up again, like when I, he was with Raquel. Right. I guess in my mind, since they were really good friends and they had already hooked up, it's like, why am I excusing the fact that they, I guess you are I don't like? Them. I am. I am. I guess because I don't like Raquel, and it's like yes. I, I just don't. There's nothing about her that I like. Now, I, I at least at least Lala has like personality and and like, she's a fun lala's a good time lala's a, good a good time dream. she can use words over six letters that make sense yes. whereas like raquel is like you know those words are not for you raquel like stick to the smaller yes. words you know yeah i don't yes. I, I i don't i find the show to be really sad and i hope ariana doesn't come back i hope she dances with the stars and does her lifetime movie and finds a great career i hope she chooses mental health over this paycheck paul i don't think she will I don't think she will. And I'm sorry to tell you that. <laughs> I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news for you, but I don't think that's in the cards. I think she'll do all these things, but go back to the, you know, we go back to the devil we know. I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to DM her. I'm going to DM her. I'm going to slide into her DMs and I'm going <gasps> to say, do not come back to this show. You are better. You are better than this show. I will, In fact, I will watch your Lifetime movie. I will support you. Do not come back to this. Please DM her and let me know what she says. I'm very curious. You know, we've been sending out a lot of DMs in our 
we at Bitch Sesh, Case, uh, June DM Tom Schwartz last week to go to our pickleball tournament. To like we're just sending DMs into the universe. Right, right. Did he get back to her? Do you know? I don't know yet. We have not I, heard back. <laughs> I do not think the pickleball tournament is a safe space for Tom Schwartz. <laughs> I'm just going to say Look, <laughs> we can make it a safe space or, you know, as much as possible. We will have to have him say a few words about the situation and ask him some questions on Mike. But still, like these are the things we need. Well, then what are you doing, Tom, if you can't answer our questions? And I will say, what do, what do you think about Brock and Sheena, at least? like like Sheena's, and Sheena's a bright light in this dark Thank season. You. She is Thank like, you. she has such great energy. I know maybe, I, like I said, I don't, I haven't seen so much of it, but wasn't like a lot of Sheena just like, like those, the three, the th- what, that they called something, the three girls the who were friends. The witches of WeHo. The yeah, witches the of witches WeHo. Of- they were just like mean to her, right? That was like yes. the whole, her, the whole dynamic. And now that they're sort of broken up and gone, like, I like Shayna. I don't necessarily think she was being, a, I mean, she's not even friends with Katie, but like what, when she was trying to help Schwartz out, I don't, look, if someone divorces you, they're both terrible people. If someone divorces you <laughs> seven months later, they should be able to, like, I don't, like, it was disgusting that he was kissing Raquel, but, like, it's not Shayna's fault, you know? And I want Shayna and yeah. Rock to be happy. I guess Brock's past is a little murky, like, maybe there's... And Katie did go to a wedding that she wasn't invited, and so you get what you get, and you don't get upset. Now, do I think Schwartz should have kissed Raquel? Do I think he did it just no. to get back at Katie? That's the Doberman in him. I mean, that's why he did that. Or do you think Tom Sandoval... See, now, here's the thing. I think the real love, the real love story is mm-hmm. Sandoval and Schwartz. So don't you... I think Sandoval... Because there was this moment where... Um, Sandoval slaps Raquel's ass. Did you see that? There was like yes. a... Yes. Right? He was like all into Raquel. Like it, it, there, you can tell that something has started between Something. Them. And I, I feel like he sent Schwartz as like, as like sub, sub, subterfuge to like, you know, confuse people. Meanwhile, every look between the two of them, I just I put my hands in my so head. Loaded. I can't even. So, so loaded. loaded. And then you didn't see... This last episode, but then Katie brings a man into our life whose name is Satchel. Oh. He's exactly what you think. He's a child. He looks about 20 years old. Ring the 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 hair of a child, like beautiful ringlets. Um, and he, you know how like there's like baby hair, like when Sydney was like born, she had like all these gorgeous like beautiful curls that as you get older, like you know, kind of like that we all have like the dull, disgusting hair. Um, and and so this is very much a child she has brought into our lives. See, that's not that's not where Katie needs to go. No, it's not. she needs to find a man. Like she needs to find. She should date someone older who has, yes. who's like got some stuff figured out, yes. whose past girlfriends have done the work. Yes. I'm so grateful. I always say I'm so grateful for the women that came before Absolutely. me with my husband. I'm so grateful to these women that have Absolutely. made the man that I am now married to. I mean, I've been with him for a long time, so I've put in the work as well, but I do feel grateful to the, she need Katie needs someone, uh, someone that has, you know, been through some stuff, come out the other end, grown from it. She doesn't need to raise another child because Tom Schwartz is a Tom child. Tom Schwartz was a child. All right, I'm going to try to watch. I'm going to try to continue watching this show with like open eyes and not get depressed. Look, if you want to, I don't want you to, you know, hurt yourself. And in this week's episode, they also said that they found out the news that Sandoval and Raquel were spotted out at the Abbey at 1 a.m. dancing. Oh, that's that drops this episode. Yes. Oh, so this is the beginning. Yes. I mean, we're, we're starting to get the breadcrumbs. The breadcrumbs, the trail is happening. First of all, I mean, I know that when people cheat, it doesn't have to do like it's not like some of the person you're cheating with is more attractive or whatever. But like going from Ariana to Raquel is a that's a real that's a real step down. Yeah. But as a narcissist that Tom Sandoval is, and I think I've said this before, it's not about Raquel. He's Raquel yeah. is just a flat surface where he can see himself. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like he is yeah. mirrored back to himself where Ariana is someone with thoughts and ideas who doesn't think everything he does is perfect and wonderful. And he even says that, I just feel like you're calling me out on stuff and I just feel like you don't like me. And it's like, no, she's just telling him that not everything he does is perfect and great and super. And she wants him to be the best person he can be. And that's not what Raquel is telling him. Raquel is telling him Dr. Seuss uh, stories. That's what she's telling him. (laughs) Exactly. And it's just like, it's not. So that's what he sees in Raquel. He sees the man he wants to be, not the man he is. Oh, that's fascinating. 
One other, I, the funny thing is I remember writing down before I started watching the episodes, like, I don't get the Peter hate. Like, I don't understand why everyone hates Peter. Seems like a nice guy. And then after watching the, f- the first mm-hmm. episode with Peter, I was like, oh, God, this guy. Oh, God. Th- uh, oh, this poor, this poor guy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he's a rough, he is, he's rough. just, just like, just happy to be used by yeah. anyone for screen time. Poor Peter. That's tough. Poor Peter. I think that's, Peter gets that a lot. And like I said, I remember when he went on that date with Raquel and she was like, I'm not, you like, you're basically just a transitional guy. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, this is not the first time that Peter's heard that from a Right, right. <laughs> and then Raquel got so offended that like, he, she was like, well, he wasn't as into me as I thought he was. And now I'm offended. It's like, oh. Oh, she's God. They're all yeah. assholes. They really are. They really are all assholes, except for Shayna, who I really enjoy, and yeah, Ariana. Who yeah, is- I, I'm enjoying watching Shayna's happiness and that her little baby, and like that she finds she's had a lot of bad marriages and relationships, and I'm I'm happy for her happiness, and I and I'm glad that you are too. We can find joy in the darkness. Yeah, we can. Oh, that's a good that's a good way to yeah. end it. We can find joy in the darkness. Um, let's take a little break, and we'll come back with New Jersey. All right, we're back with New Jersey. Paul, where are you with New Jersey? Okay, Jersey is fascinating to me. It's it's gotten a little dark. Um, I feel like when this deep into watching Housewives, right? We all have our we all have our biases. You know, the thing I enjoy about you and Casey is you guys will change with the wind. Oh, you know with what I mean? the wind, wherever it blows. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm kind of set in stone. I have always been a Melissa person, right? Wow. I just have. I can't explain why. I, I see her working overtime often. Mm-hmm. But I just like her as a person more than Teresa. I understand why people like Teresa. Mm-hmm. I can understand why people voted for Donald Trump. I yeah. would not have done that. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like that. I've never, this is what I'll say. I've never, ever seen Teresa be nice to Melissa. I've seen Melissa be nice to Teresa. Okay. Now, I also think Melissa and and Joe Gorga together were better at this PR game than Teresa alone. Mm-hmm. Teresa with Louie is they are better together. Louie has added, I think Louie's just a PR guy. He's basically <laughs> been like, you have to apologize. It looks bad if you don't play this game, do this. And I think there was a clip of the next episode where Joe was like, he's, she's, do, she's trying to make us not go to the wedding, which I think is absolutely right. And Melissa yeah. took the bait, you know? They did take the bait because they don't go to the wedding. Because they don't go to the wedding. But it's like it's like one of those Game of Thrones like like moves that someone tries to do that doesn't work out. And then all of a sudden they're exploding in the church and they're dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no way for Melissa. There's no way. This is Melissa and Joe's last season, right? I don't think I don't think so. How can how can Melissa how can Melissa and Teresa continue on in the same show? I think that Melissa and Joe Gorga think that they give greater show than Teresa, but Melissa and Joe have nothing if Teresa's not there, where Teresa still has stuff if they're not there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I I do know what you mean because I think Melissa's really trying to play up this like I'm scared of ghosts moment. It felt like oh, real it's bad so acting. Stupid. You it's know? so I didn't sleep last night because I was scared of ghosts. I was like, you know, no, yeah. you're not. You're, you're an not. adult person. Like yeah, you're like, fine. You're fine. And 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 she's always giving these shitty, stupid fake storylines that no one cares about. Like her and Joe are gonna have another kid, or she might have this other sister that she heard from a psychic. These are not real right. stories. They're looking outside themselves because they have nothing inside themselves. Where Teresa's just living her life. She's like, she's just Teresa's just living and breathing. And it's it's utterly watchable. It's utterly watchable, but I... But Melissa doesn't have anything. She doesn't have anything if, if it's not Teresa. What does Teresa have? Teresa just exists, and it is... Uh, I can't take my eyes off of her. She's, like, just being, like... She's, like, I'm, she's like I, I... You guys will all sleep. Like, she's just... Like, 
<laughs> and I like Teresa saying infidelity is a deal breaker when she was with a husband that cheated on her forever and she knew about it and she chose to be in denial. Like that is watchable to me. Seeing a woman who's like, no, I would never be with someone who cheats on me when he was so plainly cheated on you. Joe Giudici got caught on camera. You knew about it and you chose to live in denial about it. Like, like that is what is utterly watchable. Right. I, th- I think I, I mean, I, I've always found, I, I've always disliked Teresa. I, I just, I've always found her to be like, you can't have an argument with her. I don't like that in a housewife. I don't no, like you when can't. You, you can't have a give and take. It's just like her way or the highway. And every fight she does, she's like, you know, like, oh, I was, uh, I was going left and, and you went right, but you're my sister. So you got to go left with me. You know, I'm like, it's like, that's not how it works. I, yeah. I personally could not stand another season of this fight. No, either can I. I don't want to see it. I, and I think Bravo knows that. And it's not like Teresa's going to step away. She's going to be like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to choose this. Like, Teresa's, it's her show. So that's why I think Melissa and Joe are going to be gone. Like, I don't think we can, I think they brought these new cast members to give, you know, a, a variety of what we're going to watch. And I think it's, it's Joe what do you, I, li- I am liking Danielle and I'm liking Rachel Fudo. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I like Danielle. I think she is more bark than bite. Mm-hmm. I think she is mm-hmm. making a rookie mistake of not being around enough. She is left early. We're, we're, she wakes up late. What What are you doing? <laughs> you you are at you work. Go, you're set working. Set your alarm. Yes, yeah, thank get you. Up, get up. All right. This is not a real vacation. You got to go to work. All these women are sitting around talking about. It's like the third time when she strolls in late and everybody's been talking about her. And then I guess in the preview, we see her run off and cry because you know what? This is what I was thinking last night when I was watching. On Housewives, you've got your uh, Teresa's, you've got like your lions, your tigers, mm-hmm. your bears, right? Oh my, yeah. Then you've got your teddies <laughs> and your mm-hmm. your jackies. They're like rabbits or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. Danielle is trying to pretend like she's, but she's running off and like she's not, she's not the level that they are. She can't, I don't know that she can hang with like the Marges, who's like a jackal. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't wow. know if she can, I don't know. They're lower on the food chain. Danielle She's talking a bit. I like her. I really, I like yeah. her family. I think she's got great housewife energy. She has potential. Danielle has potential, but you're right. This is the best thing I've ever heard, Paul. Wake up. You're on the clock. You do not sleep in. Like, she just keeps being gone and they're they're killing her for it. But I like her. I yeah. like her. What do you think of Rachel Fuda? I, she's fine. She's not mm-hmm. bothering me, you know? I, I also, this is another thing I think about Housewives. We're at the point now, we're so deep into it, where every time, there's no, there's not even any art to it. Like, anytime someone says something about someone, like, I, they, they just, maybe it's like the Sharia, the Sharia effect, where everyone's just bringing bones back. Like, they're always just repeating yeah. what the person has said. There's no use getting in a fight about it. There's no yeah. use calling someone a rat. It's like every single person does it. Yeah, it's 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 hypocritical. Well, the one thing I will say about Danielle, okay, this is what I liked about Danielle because she was like, they do this all the time. She's like, I wish I didn't know that. Now I'm in the middle. It's like, you're you're not in the middle. You're only in the middle if you put yourself in the middle. You're only in the middle if you say something, all right? Just don't say anything. And then she did that thing with the boob thing with Melissa, which actually kind of made Melissa and Joe look good. And it's yeah. like, all right, you did your thing. You made her look good. Step away from the bone. Do not collect the bone. Stay out <laughs> of it. You are, you are not in the middle of this. Do not get in the middle of this. But you know she's going to. You know she's going to get in the middle of it. Do you not know? collect the bone. <gasps> I love it. Um, and let me ask you this. What do you think of Jennifer Aiden and her new word introduction of bug wolf <laughs> What was that? <sighs> That was that was a that's called a miss. That's what that is. Yeah, that's a, that was a miss. That's a complete miss. Jennifer Aiden. Jennifer Aiden's a great housewife. I don't like her, but she's a great housewife. She's great TV. Agree. I think Dolores let her off the hook mm-hmm. because Dolores has a forgiving heart. She got, I Dolores, Dolores is the best housewife that ever was. She's got the best work. She always looks beautiful. I love Dolores. I do. That too. new testimonial with like the blue. She had yes. like blue in the hair. And Dolores is. I like her new boyfriend. I like this new Irish guy so much. Yes. But like she's feeling yes. in love. You can see it on her. She looks you in love. You can see it sweet. on her. There's something interesting about like the Italians and the Irish. It's like old American. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like a Ellis Island. Yes. You know, like it's like there's something cool about it. Um, I, I think Jennifer's good TV. I think Jennifer is 
I think Jennifer and Marge are both equally vicious. Yeah. I think they are both kind of two sides of the same coin, even though I, I like Marge a little bit better. But Mar- and Marge apologized to Jennifer, which I liked because yeah. Marge did hit, hit below the belt. It also occurs to me, you know, all these women, like Marge is sober too, and sobriety is a beautiful, wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But it's an interesting thing because a lot of these women will get drunk and then will come out with some yeah. of the words and come to behavior. Marge is just sitting sitting on ready. Sober. Sober as day. Sober sniper. Yeah, she you know? is just to come out with those stuff and to to hit in broad daylight, not an alcohol, an, an ounce of alcohol. Whack you in the knees in broad daylight, you know? It's wild. But I, I, what did you think of Teresa? Sorry to go back to Teresa and Melissa, but Teresa bringing up Melissa's daughter in that stuff. I thought it was tacky, yeah. you know? I thought it was tacky. Um, Melissa's daughter's going to see that. You know? I know, to go after her daughter because she didn't have to. There's enough between all of them to not call out her daughter. I don't know if what Melissa said was true, but if she was going to get kicked off the cheer, if she was legitimately going to get kicked off the cheer, this is a whole thing about Jersey that I find to be fascinating. There's a family element. You know, when when Rachel was like, my stepmother, my husband, whatever, <clears throat> her stepsister's mother is at every event, not stepsister, yeah. sister-in-law. Yeah. You know, that's something I don't understand. Neither so. do I. That is not a part of my family. Like, I don't know from the mother-in-law's, pe- like, I don't know any of that. So that's not how my family rolls. But yes, in Jersey, the family rolls deep. And so there, I'm just trying to, I'm like, okay, that's how, how you guys do. But like someone's sister-in-law's mother-in-law would never, I wouldn't invite them to my thing. So it's, it's different. And that's what I'm saying. Like Joe and Melissa in a PR way are better at this. Like they have a conversation. You hang out with your cousins, you know what I mean? Don't let it affect you. Whereas Teresa talks shit about them in front of the daughters. It's a PR move. It's bad PR. This is what I'm saying. I know, but that's what I like about Teresa. She's not <laughs> polished. <laughs> she's not polished. You're, she's not. You're right. You're, you're, she's you're, you are just correct. pure animal instinct, which is utterly watchable. It's like utterly she is watchable. who she is. Like she can't be anything else. She can't pretend. Where Melissa pretends everything. You don't know who Melissa is. Maybe. All right. Ooh, is there a movement? Am I moving? Am I moving on your side a little bit? See? I just don't like Very Teresa crazy. as a person. I just don't like her no, as a person. No, that's but... not up to you. That's not what you're here for, That's Paul. not. You're right. You're right. That's, you're right. I get... This is my, I make this mistake a lot. I try to find good people, you and you're know. You're not going to find, don't look over here for that. No, <laughs> so you know, that's why find. I like some of the unpopular ones. I'm like, oh, I like, like Teddy's fine. She I know. Me. I mean, Margaret was mad because she gave Danielle fonts. And then Danielle was like, <laughs> <laughs> the arguments were watching. Like, I, it's like oh, I gave you some fonts. I gave you all these new fonts. <laughs> and you know what? I was like, that. That was nice of her. That, that was, was really nice, nice of her to give her fonts. That was really fonts. nice of her giving her fonts. You can't go you know? on the internet she and did, get fonts. She did, and clearly Danielle didn't know what she was doing. I also love the looks on New Jersey because we are getting such wild yes. midday yes. looks. We have like some of the women clad in leather, some of them in flowers. I don't know what temperature it is. I don't know what time of day no, it is no from clue. all their outfits. No clue. No, I, I, yeah, the looks are the looks are the looks are much better than Salt Lake. I think oh. they're better than New New York too, aren't they? I feel like Jersey gives better looks than New York. Jersey is giving us big looks. Yeah, yeah. And they never. So it's not that they're like looks you necessarily want to wear, but they are they are out there. They are bold. They are working. Good for TV, like Miami. Miami gives oh, you Miami, Miami gives you great. a bold. Look, Miami's giving you, Miami's giving you so much love. Miami gives you ev. I love my Miami. To me, right now, is everything. Like Nicole's a superstar. Oh, I love Nicole. I love her, love her, and I yeah. also love. Uh, Alexia had a bad season, but I, I can't bad help season. but love her. But she's a great housewife. But she had a bad season. Yeah, and then um. What's her? Uh, God, I, I'm trying to remember everybody's name. There's too many names. Uh, Adriana. Names. Adriana is wild. Adriana lived out loud this season. Loud. She lived. She lived. This is what. This is what. This is also brings me back to Jersey about Jackie. Like the Jack. Like Jackie is a. To me, Jackie's like a, not a Shakespearean tragedy because that's like too much. But like mm-hmm. you know, Marlowe is then wasn't yes. that like yes. Shakespeare? Oh, you're giving us Marlowe. It's like Paul it's like James. a Marlowe tragedy <laughs> where she like she lived her deepest, darkest fear and secret out loud last season. And now she's easy breezy. She gets demoted. 
<laughs> and now she's easy breezy, aka medicated. Is that what's yes, you know? She's sort so. But I love seeing her like take down a Guinness. Like that Me was too. great. That, I have never been more attracted to Jack in my Me life. Too. Than I was so proud Guinness. of her. I was so proud. She looks great. I think her being demoted is actually a good thing for her because she's not as on the clock. The pressure's not there. And maybe she can take care of her mental and physical health. She's not adding a lot, though. No, but she never really has. You know what I mean? I loved seeing her story. I think her story out loud was so helpful to people and, like, did actually really good work last season. Like, that was incredible to watch, to watch her come to terms with that, to face her fear, to to be so open and vulnerable in front of millions and millions of people, like, brave beyond belief. Um, And so, so helpful, and I'm so glad, and I'm so proud of her, and I'm amazed by her. But yet, like, is she giving us, like, housewife stuff? Like, no, not in that way. But she never really has. You know, that's not her job. I thank her for her service. She really... Uh, put herself out there in a way that was so bold and beautiful. We're not getting storyline from her, but maybe she served her worldly purpose, which was to help people. Right. Can we talk about the, first of all, I love like an airport sort of moment when they're all at Mm -hmm. the airport congregating. And I love the the room picking. I watched the room picking or the room. room, I watched it like three or four times. I love a room picking. What's the, how did it, how did it work this time? Well, I think, again, I'm not exactly sure, and we never know the things that go in, but Teresa gets the biggest room because it's her bridal shower weekend, bachelorette Uh, weekend. Why did Jen get the best? Jen seemed to have gotten... I was it, it. Was it picked by straws? I'm not sure. I can't remember how it went down, but... People got some real, I mean, to get a tough room at like an old castle, that's tough. Like it's different when we're in like a Miami trip and you get like a small, or even, you know, the rooms on that Potomac trip when they were in that big Miami house, like like that. But like in those tiny little castles with those small rooms and cold rooms and like you're really not getting much. And to be Melissa and get a worse room than like Jackie, it's like, what's, it was really interesting. At an old Irish drafty castle, like a bad room is a bad room. Even though they're yeah. like, they're, you're in this amazing castle. Like those people didn't live in their rooms. Like no, the, the, those rooms are freezing. Those yeah, rooms are free, freezing I, cold. Like I can feel how cold each one of them yeah. is. When they came back at the end of the night to that castle, I was like, ooh, get in bed quick. Get like in bed, get in bed. Get, like get in bed like, real quick. You know, don't even, it's a, you don't even need to brush your teeth tonight. Just yeah, get and in may, bed. Maybe just wear your clothes to bed. Yeah, like, maybe wear your clothes to bed. Exactly. Get in. No, it was, no, that's a good, you're right. These rooms, this is a tougher vacation. A castle, you think it's going to be something and it's just, and again, like, it's just not going to be what you think it is. And that's. Right. I'm enjoying Ireland though. The people are lovely. It is. I do feel like the Jersey women are like step, like they are stick out in a way that is like, cause they're at the fanciest Absolutely. restaurant. I'm looking around at like the extras are just like the Irish yes. people. So sweet. And they're at the, like they are just the nights and there's just a woman in sneakers and jeans and like an Argyle yes. sweater. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Like, just, I've been to Dublin and like nobody, dre- nobody no. dresses how those women dress. No. You know? And it's, so it's fun to see them really stick out. And it's also much better than like San Diego, you know, it's uh, if I have to go to one more Utah trip to San Diego or like a trip to the debt, like I'm going to be very angry. I'm so happy to be out of the country. Do they not have the budget? Is that what it is? Well, I think some of it was the Jen Shaw of it all. Like she couldn't, you know, travel outside the country. Oh, uh, that's right. But I also like take us to Hawaii. Take us to Alaska. Take us to Alaska. Yeah. Can't we go to Puerto Rico? Like that's still yeah, a province. There's, but there's, like, uh, there's like other islands that the key, U.S. owns. Uh, right. a yeah, key yeah, West. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to a key. Let's <laughs> yeah, go to a key. key. You know? <sighs> yeah. I, Jersey's, Jersey's in transition. I think it's all right. I just... I don't want to see this fight anymore. I, Joe, look, I, you know, I don't know if Joe's playing it up, but Joe looks really, Joe looks tired. Yeah, we're all tired. I think we need them gone. Paul, you have been a a joy to have. And well, even I, though we adore you, we are so glad that you came on. Everybody needs to watch. I love that for you on Showtime please. or stream it. Also, I will say, I mean, a plug for something I'm not involved with, my favorite Bravo TV show just restarted. Below Deck Sailing Yacht is the best show that you are not watching if you're not watching. 
it's it's, the, it's got the best cast of it's it's amazing sailing yet don't watch season one watch season two three and season four just came out it's amazing that's all i have to say okay i mean again that's my airplane fare yeah sure sure Sure. I binge it when I need it. You know, I haven't yeah, watched it but, yet, you know. And I want to watch it, but and I know I should. And I also people tell me Summer House, all the Summer Houses. There's a new Summer House coming out on Martha's I Vineyard. Can't. Like I should I be know. watching them. Oh all. yeah, there's a black Summer House coming out on Martha's on Vineyard. On Martha's Vineyard, I'm ready yeah. for that. Maybe like I'll, I, maybe I, I'll I, peak I, that. And I can start at the beginning with that, which has the other right. summer houses I'm behind the the ball on, but summer house feels insurmountable. It feels yeah, like it feels I can't. So, whereas, like, I feel like with below deck, I don't need to know anything to dip my head in and to see things, right? And then dip my head out, which I appreciate. I was years ago. I was walking in New York, hanging out with a friend of mine who produced the first summer house, okay. right? And she was literally. This is when she was talking about the cast, and she was talking shit about them. And wouldn't you have you turn the corner, and that person? <gasps> Walks right into us. No! Yes, yes. Walks right into us as she was That's talking shit about them, which is pretty wild. That was funny. I don't remember who it was because I don't want to That's a real New York so. moment. Well, Paul, thank you so much for being here. Thank you to Kate. Thank you to Amelia. Paul, where can people find you on social media? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm at uh, Paul James on... What, what, what am I at? Paul James... I, I follow I'm, you, so I'll Underscore you know six? I'm, I'm Paul James six, but it might be an underscore. Paul James underscore... You're Paul James underscore six. Underscore six. I don't I don't have much going on in social media, but, you know, they take a peek. Give me a take follow. Take a peek. You know? See what you want. See what you want. And, uh, you. hey, Danielle, it's great to see you. You too. 